Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. You're listening to Business Brunch, and today we're talking to a stockbroker who swapped a life of trading stocks and shares in the dizzy heights of London's Canary Wharf to start his own news business. On Business Brunch today, we're pleased to welcome the Chief Executive of Nub News Limited, Carl Hancock. Carl, welcome to the Cat. Uh, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Uh, Carl, you were born in Nantwich and, and grew up in Crewe, going to a local school and, and becoming a, an avid football fan. So tell us about the early years and how you eventually found yourself in London's financial district. Uh, yeah, um, how shall I start? Um, I was born in Nantwich at the Barony Hospital. Um, I'm the youngest of four children. Um, all the other three, my two brothers and my sister, were born at Linden Grange um, in Crewe, at the top of Manaway, uh, Maconway, should I say. Uh, but my mother had a long labour, so she got transferred from Linden Grange um, to Barony, uh, to the Barony Hospital in Nantwich. And obviously this was way before that Leighton Hospital was born. So, yeah, born in Nantwich, uh, but lived in Crewe on Gresty Road. Uh, all the way up until I was 18, uh, right outside the Alex Stadium. Um, I could actually watch matches uh, from my dad's bedroom. Um, my dad used to sell lottery tickets. He uh, worked as an attendant at the car park. Um, and my mum served tea at the ground. So I was going to the Alex from, I think, from the ages of about four or five. So pretty much all my life. Then what? Then at 18, I went to university, Cardiff University. Uh, I got a lucky break. Uh, my brother... Kevin was already working in the city and he got me a job, um, unpaid job at NatWest one summer in between my second and third year at university. And I obviously did something right because they offered me a full-time job uh, after I graduated, um, which didn't make me the most popular person uh, at the university course because it was 1992 at the time, um, time of great, uh, the bigger uh, recession going on. No one had jobs to go to. And I was probably one of the laziest people on the course sitting there with a job to go to at the end of university. So that's how I got my lucky break through the back door into the city of, uh, into the city really. Well, I'm a big believer in people making their own luck. So you've clearly found yourself in a niche. And tell us a little bit about working for some of London's biggest traders. Yeah, I think, you know, I like to compare my life in the city uh, with my new job, which is obviously running a, a local newspaper company, online local newspaper company called Nub News. And, you know, for me, the, there's lots of comparisons uh, the first is ownership. Um, you know, you're taught in the city to to get things done, to make sure it works, to take ownership of everything you do, every project. And I think that's exactly the same as me running this company. You know, if I don't do it, no one else will. So it's my company. I run it. Um, I've got shareholders, and it's it's my job to get things done. So there's a good transfer there. I think the other compar comparable um, assets really are obviously working the city is very long hours. Uh, I'm used to working long hours and getting into my desk, get, getting to my desk in the city at six o'clock in the morning, coming home at seven o'clock at night. Um, I think I still do those kind of hours now, but the difference is um, I don't get up at, uh, you know, I don't get on the train, I don't get to the office at six. I do start work at six, but I do it from the comfort of my own bed with a coffee uh, rather than waking up, showering, getting on the tube. So it's a much more pleasant lifestyle, albeit the hours are the same. But you're under 
an enormous amount of pressure to, to, to achieve. How did you deal with that? Some would say I, I, pressure is, is incremental. I, I think um, I've just got a strong work ethic. I've got an ability to be persistent, annoyingly persistent is probably what a, a few people close to me would say. Got on with it, really. Um, uh, it was a, you know I'm surrounded by intelligent people, hardworking people, and I think being part of that culture definitely rubbed off on me. And not only under under pressure, but you were working in a time when there was less emphasis on technology and more on human decision-making, and clearly you didn't have a problem with that either. No, not at all. I, I was lucky in that my job in the city was to look at lots of companies, see how they worked, how they grew, uh, and whether they were a good investment or not. I met lots and lots of successful CEOs, uh, it taught me how to understand business models and how companies worked. I spent a lot of time with the management of Right Move, a very successful property company, and Domino's Pizza that everyone's heard of. Um, and I based the business model on Nub News on the business model of Right Move and Domino's Pizza. In effect, Domino's Pizza grew from about 150 outlets when I started working with them to about 700 and onto, I think the numbers are nearly 1,000 now. And my job as CEO is very similar to that of the CEO of Domino's Pizza. All we do is take good ideas from various different outlets or journalists. And if one person's got a good idea for a story or an idea or social media on one of our towns, uh, then I take the idea and, and, and spread it around the rest of the journalists and the rest of the town. So it's a very scalable business at Nub News. And, and as I say, my job as CEO is to, to spread good ideas. And after 26 years in a secure job, you, you made a bold step into the world of business. So just give us an overview of some of the challenges you faced when you started the business. The business model. What, what is the business model? I was doing local news and the money for local news is, is gone. Um, lots of newspapers are being closed around the country. Um, so I was entering an industry which was on its knees. You know, two or three hundred local newspapers had closed or consolidated over the last few years. The second uh, issue was how do I raise the money? Obviously, I need money to, to pay the journalists of uh, or the salaries of the journalists. So um, I had to spend a long time going into the city to meet my clients um, and to get convinced them that this was the right business model and that we had a good a good business to grow here. And luckily, I, I did that. I got financial backing from my my old clients. Uh, these are high profile city investors talk them through the business model and that led us to last January um, where they gave me the money to grow the company and that's where it all started January 2019. What would you say were your most useful transferable skills from your 26 years in uh, working in the city? Yeah I, I think um, very very skill sets. My job in the city was to uh, take a good idea or a good stock recommendation and sell it to, to my clients. They were investors. They were Fidelity, J.P. Morgan, Henderson, all you know pension institutions in the city. So uh, I had lots, you know, 30, 40, 50 clients. So the ability to take one idea and make it fit, or, or several ideas and make it fit into various different uh, strategies of, of my clients, um, is, is, the question is how do you scale that? How do you take one idea and sell it to 50 different clients? That's exactly what we're doing at the moment. I take one idea, which is crew news or 
Honiton not use or Sidmouth not use. And we got ha- we have to go to local businesses around the country um, and convince them to pay for sponsorship so we can pay salaries. So uh, I-, I think taking one idea, adapting it, editing it, copying it uh, to make it uh, much more scalable. Um, and, and that's what we've done. Uh, it's probably one of the biggest um, attributes I've taken from the city to running Nub News. Today we're talking to Carl Hancock, the Chief Executive of Nub News Limited. Carl, you, you launched Nub News uh, in three towns down in Devon and um, you're now established in 56 towns, including six in Cheshire. So tell us about the concept of Nub News and how you've managed to grow the company so quickly. Yeah, the concept is um, we are literally an online paper. Um, we try to deliver news, gossip, what's on, travel, um, etc., to the people of that town. Um, and we try to give them what that town wants. And as I said before, there's been huge closure and consolidation of the industry. Um, that's led to newspapers being much more regional rather than town-led. And the other issue you have with, with newspapers is as they've transitioned from print to digital these companies have had to resort to being paid by clicks. How do they make the internet work rather than print? Which means they get paid by CPM um, or it's called clicks. So the more clicks that people make on their websites, the more money they get. I I think that's been a disaster for the city. Uh, so sorry for the the industry. Uh, It means that when we go onto a local news website, we get bombarded with clicks and we don't do that. The business model of Love News is all about partnership it's all about sponsorship we don't we get i care how many people come onto my website in the town not how many clicks they get so you won't see anything on love news about any clickbait or any google ads or any pop-up surveys you know for us it's all about local news about your town so um when you come on to crew not news it will be about crew it won't be about cheshire it won't be about an accident on Knoxford services it wouldn't be an you know it won't be about sandbatch or nantwich it'll be just about crew um and, and like i say it's a very pleasant read um it's super quite super quick uh, super fast free from the uh, the pop-up google ads and surveys and clickbait you won't get thousands of photos of snow scenes uh, and 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 stories at the bottom of websites encouraging people um to click on different stories they didn't want to and lastly um It's about, you know, our reporters being on the ground, meeting people in the town. Um, We are a good news company. Uh, We will report on crime, of course, uh, but we don't go and chase it. We don't write it up salaciously. Um, You know, we want to promote the community. We want to promote businesses and we want to promote the high street. And in in less than two years, you've grown it to into 56 towns now. Uh, how, How have you managed to achieve that so quickly? Firstly, through financial backing. Uh, I I went to the city, uh, my investors back in January, as I said, they gave me some money to uh, prove the concept. Uh, I proved the concept in three towns in Devon, uh, where I live at the moment. Um, And once that concept had proved uh, quite good, then they gave me some more money to really roll it out quickly. Um, And so with the financial backing, that enabled me to go, you know, from 10 towns to 20 towns, and I think we're in 57 towns at the moment. Uh, and I think, you know, as I said before, you know, people like the concept of local news free from disruptive or intrusive ads, um, and they keep coming back onto the website. So 
uh, yeah, I think that's why we grew so so quickly. Well, you've you've clearly proved your your business model works. So, uh, new technology has substantially changed how how we do business, uh, and in particular the dissemination of news and the production of newsprint. So, share with us how you've maximised the use of advancements in technology. Uh, yeah, well, this is thanks to my business partner Dean Whitehorn. Um, it was his idea. Uh, I was working in the city. Um, he came along. Uh, it was a friend from university. We both went to Cardiff University and played for the same football team. We had a reunion a couple of years ago. Uh, he's a computer programmer. Uh, he comes from Bridgewater in Somerset. And he was fed up of you know, the lack of news coverage on his town specifically uh, and decided to do local news coverage himself. And he realized quite quickly uh, as a computer programmer that he needed something which was scalable, um, not just a Word document or a WordPress. Um, he needs to build something um, which would which, which, could, which we could use across all of our towns. So he spent four to five years of programming, um, putting code into the computer, um, and he came up with the Nub News platform and the concept, and it's super easy, it's super quick, it's very pleasant uh, to read, uh, and now we can, you know, that, that technology can be replicated across what will eventually be 700 towns in the UK, all using the same platform. So that that's an an incredible target, and clearly you feel it's achievable, and you're not going to have any problem finding further funding if necessary. That's the case. <laughs> I, I think we what, what happened was we we grew very quickly with the money we got. We got to about thirty or forty towns, and it was pretty obvious to me that we were onto something. Um, and like I say, we're now in fifty-seven towns. Um, my job, though, is to make sure this is sustainable. Uh, to make sure that we can pay the journalists' wages. Uh, and so I've taken my foot off the pedal slightly on the growth of towns. We're still adding towns where we're going to be in 60-odd towns in the next few weeks. Uh, but I've taken my foot off the pedal on the growth of those towns near term to concentrate on the commercial aspect of our town. So um, my job at the moment is, is to go around our towns and making sure we can get the sponsorship up and running uh, to show that these towns are sustainable. And uh, after a couple of months when we've done that, uh, then we'll go on accelerating the towns again and starting to look for journalists. This is a podcast from The Cat. Today we're talking to Carl Hancock, the Chief Executive of Nub News Limited. Carl, uh, marketing is a key part of any business plan, so tell us what makes Nub News substantially different to its competitors uh, and how you develop your readership? I think the big difference between you know what we are and what the local newspapers are um, is is all about one. We are local news, so you know it's all about building trust within a, a community or a town. I want the people of Crew to realise that when they come on to Crew Nub News, they will be reading about Crew. They'll be reading about Crew Alex. They'll be reading about what's happening in the town centre and the regeneration there. What's happening on Nantwich Road? What's happening in the West End of Crew? Um, it, it's important that they know that when they come onto our website, it's about Crew and it's not about the wider area. 
Um, you know, we will not be reporting on Mantwitch, for example, if crew not using a Pete Laden, I think, runs Mantwitch News website. He does a very good job on reporting on Mantwitch. You know, there's no need for Nub News to go into Mantwitch because they already have a good newspaper, online newspaper there. Um, what, what we intend is that local news for crew is about crew. That's, that's the first thing uh, and the important thing. And the second thing is, you know, what I've mentioned before, is that going onto our website is a very pleasant experience. It's a bit like Google. It's a bit like Facebook, Twitter. It's rolling, scrolling news uh, free from ads. So you click on a story um, and you know it's about crew, but you're not going to get bombarded with pop-up ads or pop-up videos or surveys or, or, or clickbait. You know, for me, every journalist I employ, uh, I tell them very simply that when anybody clicks onto one of our headlines, they cannot be disappointed in what they read. And if that's the case, we're doing our job properly and they'll keep coming back. Um, and then the, probably the third thing where we're different is that our reporters live and work in the towns. They know people, they meet people from the MPs, the councillors, the shop owners, the Amdram Society, the sports teams, um, and we report it in a good way. You know, we promote the town, we give it a voice and we give it an identity. You know, we care about the community. We, you know, one of the reasons why we've partnered with the co-op is because we go into towns, we promote the community, uh, we promote the charities, and we connect with that local audience. And when you first launch uh, Nub News in a town, how do you reach out to the readership? How do you how do you give Nub News a profile in the local area? Three different ways, really. The first is network. Um, our journalists go and meet people, the councillors, the MPs, as I, you know, as, I, as I mentioned, all the key influencers in the town, tell them who we are uh, and spread the message. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is Facebook. Every one of our towns has its own Facebook page. Um, so you can go into Crew Nub News Facebook page. Um, we'll then obviously write stories about that of the town. Uh, we'll promote that across the Facebook communities, and then people will learn from that uh, area, and they'll say, "What's this? You know, what's this Crew Nub News? Oh, I like the Facebook page." I think um, so. Facebook is a good acquisition for customers, and lastly, Google. Um, you know, type in Crew Nub News or Crew News or Crew Obituaries, um, and you'll find you know Crew Nub News appears. So Google is about I think probably about twenty five percent of our traffic now. So, but ultimately, um, if we are to dominate the towns of news uh, and become like local newspapers were twenty five years ago, um, you know, we want to be everything for that town. So. Um, Google is, um, you know, whether you've got your crew knob news saved on your bookmark, whether you read our newsletter, um, you know, that's the way we, that we attract readership. But word of mouth is absolutely key. Carl, re reporting local news puts you in touch with the beating heart of each town where you've established knob news. And in crew, you've partnered with the co-op. Uh, you're also a, a director of Crew Alexander Football Club and have created 10 principles for, for Nub News. So tell us about these principles and why community links are so important to you and the team. Um, yeah, for a couple of reasons, really. Firstly, community is very important to me, um, as it is for most people. You know, I was born and brought up in Crewe. I left when I was 18 to go to university and then to, to, to London. 
um, but I still care about what goes on in the town and I still look at crew, you know, what's going on in crew. I've always supported crew and even now, you know, I live four hours from crew, but uh, I travel up uh, to watch the Alex every single weekend um, at home and obviously to away matches as well. So community is very important to me and I wanted to do something for the community. Um, that, that's the first thing. And I think what NUB News is trying to do, as we talked before about closure and consolidation of newspapers around the country, you know, we try to give a voice and an identity back to the town. And a lot of towns across the UK have lost that voice and identity, and we're giving it back to them. Um, so that, that's why it's important. And that's why, you know, you ask about the 10 principles. Ultimately, those 10 principles lead to the same thing, which is about trust. We want to build trust in our newspaper to report on that town. Uh, and we want to people to keep coming back to our website and reading about our town. So, like I say, the principles for me is it's about local news, no fake news or clickbait. It's got to be a pleasant read, no annoying ads. Um, like I say, promoting the community, get the community talking. Um, national issues, how the national issues impact at the local level. You know, where is, where can one get a vaccine? Where is the, you know, the COVID testing centre? What are the national, how does Brexit impact your town? How does it really impact the crew people or the, the sandbatch people? Um, and again, you know, the other principles are about promoting the town. So supporting local businesses, getting people back onto the high street, sustainability. Um, at the end of the day, we've got to produce revenues to pay the, re to pay the um, journalist wages, which means we need to earn money to make our business model sustainable. Um, and probably the last principle is about having high professional standards, having integrity, accuracy and fairness, which is ultimately important in an online newspaper. And that's why we're regulated by the industry body, which is IPSO. Today we're talking to Carl Hancock, the Chief Executive of Nub News Limited. Carl, the, the, the circumstances created by coronavirus are unprecedented and uh, have had a catastrophic effect on business across the world, leaving chaos in its wake. So tell us how you've coped with the fallout of the pandemic uh, and the changes that you've had to make along the way. Yeah, I mean, ironically for us, you know, lockdown one or, or the first, you know, the first wave of, of the coronavirus pandemic was actually a big positive for us. We were just starting out. Uh, we didn't have revenues, so we weren't going to customers and trying to get revenues. All I was doing was concentrating on growing the nub news towns and sites. Uh, and there were two big positives for us of the coronavirus. The first was that obviously more people were interested in local news and news. So the traffic to our websites went through the roof, um, as it did most news outlets. Uh, but the second thing which was most interesting for us was that some of our competitors, because of the coronavirus, just stopped print productions in some of the smaller towns across the country. And as a result, and as a consequence of that, we got a few businesses coming to us, a few customers and saying, can we start advertising with you? So we were approached by customers to start with the sponsoring and partnering with us and, and advertising with us. Uh, and it was at that point I realized, wow, we are onto something here. If people are coming to us without us having to sell it, um, then that news is going to be successful. And it was at that point in, in March or April or May this year that I decided to go back to the city to meet more investors and raise more money and really accelerate the growth of Nub News. And I think at the time we were in about 20 towns. And like I said, I've used the last eight months or so um, 
to accelerate that trend. And that's why we've gone from 20 odd towns back in March, April time to 57 today. So coronavirus has been awful for you know a lot of people obviously and and you know the hospitality trade in particular uh, but for us as a news organization it was incredibly positive and do you think that that's pretty much the same for the for the whole sector the whole news media sector no i, I think it's not i think for a couple of reasons one um if you're relying on newspapers and print uh, fewer people are buying those papers uh, which means that our competitors really suffered during the coronavirus and you saw in the in the quarter which is april may, may and june some of our competitors you know had awful results and, and lost a lot of money um and i think just as the coronavirus has accelerated the trend towards community um, I, I think it also accelerated the trend of of this industry to go from print to digital. Um, so for us, um, like I say, it was positive because we're digitally minded. Uh, I think for the existing uh, industry that's relied on print, I wouldn't say it was a disaster, but it was certainly bad news. And I, I do agree that um, that this pandemic has brought communities together and created a thirst for local news. So you're clearly satisfying that need. Carl, no business can stand still, and and so assuming that normality resumes during 2021, tell us what you have planned for the future of Nub News Limited and uh, to ensure that it continues to grow its market share. Uh, Yeah, um, it's exciting plans, it's growth plans. You know, we are now in 57 towns in the UK. We'll soon be in 60 plus in the next few weeks. I want to be in 100 towns within a year. Um, and I want to be in 700 towns in the next three to four years. Having said that, it's now very important that we start to start covering our costs, start paying the journalist wages, as I mentioned before, and we need to go out and get revenues uh, and commercial sponsorships and partners for some of our mature towns to make sure we are sustainable. So I've rolled out that commercial strategy over the last few weeks. It's going well. Um, we signed up about 25 sponsors for lots of our towns. They're mainly local businesses like um, solicitors, care companies, care at home companies, garden centres. And, and that's the plan for the next few months to make sure that some of our mature towns are covering their costs. That's particularly important for crew. Uh, crew, I think, has been going for four or five months now. Um, and we'd love to find a local business um, that wants to sponsor crew so we can start paying, like I say, uh, to cover our costs more than anything else. And our pages, our news pages, have probably seen about 75,000 to 100,000 times a month. We've already got 10,000 plus people coming onto our website every week. So if you're looking for a, a, a locally, emotionally engaged local audience, then you know, I think that's great value for money um, to be part um, of Crew Up News and, and helping really uh, give Crew, uh, like I say, a voice, an identity and, and a proper news service. And you've already partnered with uh, the co-op. Tell us how that works. Uh, yeah, the co-op is, um, you know, they have very similar ethos to us. 
They care about the community. They give a lot of money to local charities. Uh, they, most of their towns, when you spend money with a the co-op, they give 1% of that money to the local causes. So most towns across the UK have two or three local causes that the co-op gives, uh, gives money to. And so on our websites in 15 of our towns, we have something called Co-op Community Chat. And this is all about what's happening in the community, all about the causes, um, the charities, uh, communities that the co-op are giving money to. Um, so it's about, it's about the co-op being locally engaged in their town. And obviously we promote that. It's not about, you know, the co-op increasing its members or getting more companies into, more customers into the co-op. It's about showing the people of crew um, how locally engaged the co-op is. And like I say, their ethos is very similar to ours. And that's why we've partnered with them or, or they've partnered with us, should I say. Carl, it's been a, a hugely interesting story and, and thank you for giving up your time to, uh, to share with us some of the moments uh, during your journey over the last two years. We, we all here at the Cat wish you well and I know that we use Nub News. Uh, we do wish you well and, and hope the future brings all the plans together that, that you have at the moment. So should any of our listeners have any stories to submit or want to contact you, where can they find more information about Nub News Limited? Uh, specifically for crew, um, type into Google crew nub, as in nub of the matter, N-U-B. So the website is crew.nub.news. On there, you'll see something called a nubbit button. So if they've got stories they want to submit, they can press that nubbit button or they can email us um, and all the details are on the website. If they're interested in sponsorship, um, then they can go onto our main corporate website, which is just nub.news, or um, they can email me direct at carl.hancock at nub.news, and that's uh, Carl with a K. Carl, thanks very much for coming on the cat today. Thank you very much for having me, Des. It was a real pleasure. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.